This podcast and its parent website are supported by its listeners and readers. If you enjoy what you hear and read at Ride or Die, please consider supporting our continued creation at patreon.com slash ride or die. Welcome to the Ride or Die podcast. I'm Andrew Michael Spence Boy. That's AMSBDU. And I'm Nate. I'm Chris. And uh, we're the co-founders of Ride or Die, always under construction, gentlemen. Dead air. <laughs> you didn't finish your, your sentence. No, I, I it's we're always... It's, it's exclamatory. Yeah. Gentlemen. It's an address. Ah. <laughs> I always just wait for something else. Yeah, yeah. Um, we should change that. Oh, I see it now in here. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I'm excited about this. Me too. I am. Busting the seams. Uh, if you read the title, you already know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> you already know. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I'm sure that that's why you're here. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Cool. All right. Well, what are we drinking tonight? Uh, so what is what is the accompaniment? The, accompany, accompany, the, accompany. The accompaniment. Uh, the uh, beer of the show. Uh, unofficially, officially brought to you by Seven Spanish Angels Coffee Ale uh, from Brazos Valley Brewing mm. out of Brenham, Texas. Mm-hmm. Childhood rivalry for rivalry for Chris and AMSB, <laughs> Brenham, Texas. That's right. Am I saying that right? Yeah, Brenham. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a six point five. I had no cool. idea that they had a brewery there. There was a brewery there. Yeah, there's awesome. a lot going on in Brenham. You just thought about. I just thought it was child Violence. So, uh, it wasn't until during the pre-show when I observed the can a little bit more that uh, this is brewed with Madeline's Backyard Pecan Coffee. Mm. <laughs> I'm allergic to pecans, so this will be interesting. Hopefully, how, the, uh, whoa, whoa, how, how allergic? Do well, we need, do you have an EpiPen or something? No, 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 okay, no, no. okay. I'll just get like mouth sores or whatever. But uh, the last time I had pecan <laughs> was. Did you already drink some? No, no, no it's okay. all right. Uh, I'm not that allergic. Last time I had pecan uh, was actually in coffee at uh, uh, your old place. Oh, okay. And, yeah. And things were fine? Things were fine. I mean, okay. I, yeah, I got the usual mouth sores. But anyways, uh, what do you guys think of this? Uh, it's good. It's not, I would say it's not high on my list, but I don't I don't uh, do a lot of the darker coffee beers. I know in a couple of, a couple of episodes ago I talked about the cold brew pale mosaic combo that was really, really mm-hmm. good. But Well, pale mosaic... Uh, and that would be an interesting combo because pale mosaic isn't a dark brew so or dark beer yeah. so to have it with so coffee to, yeah be. it makes it a little bit sweeter and it's an interesting uh, switch but the darker coffeeer heavy beers mm-hmm. um, are not typically my my thing neither are they mine however uh, I saw the can it's, it's an attractive can mm-hmm. and that's what uh, nice color scheme yeah that's what led me to purchase it yeah I. It has a... I can't put my finger on it, but it has an interesting aftertaste. Oh, it's a pecan. It's <laughs> brown. That's the allergies, yeah. Toasted pecans. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, I actually... I, I don't know. I'll keep you updated, but... Mm. Throughout the show, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a little... <laughs> Whatever we're talking about. Just jam yeah, and Yeah, I'll just randomly st- talk about how much I like it or don't like it. Yeah. All right. Um, well, so last weekend, us three... And a few other people, we went and we saw Logan together. Opening in night. In the same theater. Yeah. At the same time. 
sort of in proximity. Nate, <laughs> you were sitting within way far away. ten rows. Yeah, <laughs> I knew you, I knew you guys were there, but you didn't know I was. That's there. right. We we did not. So we're gonna talk all about that this episode. We're gonna kind of break break it down. Talk about what we liked. I think that there are gonna be some interesting differences of opinion here. Sure. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. Um, so we'll get into that here in a little bit. But first, let's get into our <clears> top <throat> of the moment. Nate, what do you got? Start us off. Uh, my top of the moment uh, for this week is shut up and take my money. Um, you should. Yeah. This again. This website's kind of been around for a while um, and is similar to a couple of weeks ago when I did Think Geek. But I think this one is more uh, not necessarily geared towards geeky uh, people. But anyway, so uh, shut up and take my money. It's if you just go there. I mean, it's hard to describe what it is. It's just a a gathering of like some of the most obscure things from around like on the first page for me at least uh there's a batman on the toilet poster next to uh lightsaber or star wars lightsaber keys so they're keys but they look like lightsabers so just a couple of things that are really cool amos b you'd like this one there's a cat uh travel bag backpack so you put it's a hard it's a hard shell backpack yeah, it looks like, like a diving oh, helmet. It. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard shell oh. backpack, but it has a little bubble on the back. It's like a sub. It's like a submarine. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's like a submarine for a cat. Uh, so your cat it. can like poke its head out. But uh, across the top, they've got different, um, like best of. Uh, for some reason, bacon slash zombie is a genre or a category rather. I'm uh, it. Toys, gaming. Crochet, chibi, Pokemon. Yeah, kitchen, home, all kinds of things. I like the T-Rex bottle opener, but I feel like it's extremely overpriced. Oh, yeah. $40. Yeah. A lot of coasters, just really random stuff. Uh, If you like, quote-unquote, geek culture um, and paying for things online, (laughs) I I think you'll really like this website. Yeah. It's interesting because it looks like it's it's just like an aggregate site itself that it pulls from all yeah, these other sites. Yeah, there's a couple of like Amazon links. And yeah, yeah, and Etsy yeah. and all these other ones. It's also, usually this kind of stuff isn't, while it's fun for me to look at it, I would never, I don't think I would ever buy any of this stuff. There's a yeah. few things that I would, this is a, these sites to me are like great, you know how like, I don't know if this happens in you guys' offices, but there's always, like, you know, an annual, like, white elephant Christmas yeah. party. This, these are the type of things that are perfect for that. I mean, these are a little expensive, maybe, for that, but mm-hmm. if you've got a high limit on your... Uh, so, mark it down for nine months from now. <laughs> and <laughs> save, save your pennies. Yeah. Uh, there's, there, there are a few things that are pretty dope, but, uh, uh, like Chris said, generally it's overpriced. There's a knight's armor hoodie. Uh, which I think is super sick, uh, but it's over two hundred dollars mm. just for a hoodie, yeah, uh, which is crazy. Yeah, not for me, but it is cool to see. But uh, yeah, shut up and take my money. Yeah, I had forgotten about this site. I used to look at this a lot in college, and uh, I'm glad you reminded me of it because I might buy some people something. It's kind of like a cooler uh, Oriental trading magazine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still just looking at the thing. I'm trying to find stuff that I would be like, yeah, that's what I. <laughs> that's what that's I would what I need. Like, I Dude, would be open to a waffle sick. maker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't... I would prefer if the waffles didn't come out looking like Death Stars. <laughs> just want them to be regular waffles. I know that's... It's really not to be in any sort of a shape. <laughs> uh, how do you guys feel about the pizza pouch? Uh, it's a little see-through oh. square... Uh, or square. 
triangle <laughs> necklace that you that you wear around your neck, obviously. So I can win that at work via like our reward <laughs> oh, system. Yeah, the thing that I use to buy all of our podcasting equipment, <laughs> I can also use to buy one of those pizza pouches. pizza pouch. I don't do it because <laughs> I can't see the practical application. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's essentially a Ziploc bag that you wear around your neck. It's only four dollars on here. Um, so if you really you like could pizza, make, yeah, you can make one yourself too. With with a Ziploc bag. Yeah, in a in a piece of string. Also, if you go to Papa John's and you get that square cut, this is going to be useless for you. <laughs> oh, here's a here's which, a which I do. Yeah, yeah, here's a six pack tube cooler, that is, it's just a cylindrical, I guess, cooler. That you can sling over your shoulder and it like stacks the beers on top of each other. Yeah, like one of those uh, fold out. Yeah, I understand. Chairs. Yeah, I don't understand why <laughs> you would do that. This one's kind of cool. It's a beer pong tailgate liner, so you can turn your tailgate into a beer pong table. The only problem is that it is seventy two dollars. <laughs> that is way too much. Yep. I'm getting some real solid gift ideas here. There's some pretty cool ones. Uh, I think yeah. I don't think that these things are for you. I think that they're for you to give to people. <laughs> yeah. And then the, that person's going to be like, this is great. I'm never going to use this. Yeah. I don't want a cutting board with Lionel Richie on it that says, hello, is it me you're looking for? <laughs> I'm sorry, is it me you're cooking for? Uh, no, Lionel. No. Micro Blaster Q-tip bow. So it's a little crossbow for Q-tips That's that you can blast awesome. at people. Oh, wow. They get kind of, some of them get kind of, right next to a 12-pack of Surge, we have, which costs $81, hey, we have <laughs> a hidden gun cabinet wall shelf. The perfect way to hide any firearm in plain sight. There you go. That's what we're nice. all looking to do. Still not nearly as expensive, expensive as I would have thought based off the price of 12 packages. Pack of Surge. Well, they make it anymore. It's, yeah, it's, it's a collector's item. Uh, yeah, okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a Russian Fair trump hat. A generous word. Russian trump hat. It's a uh, the red "Make America Great Again," but uh, it's in Russian, and it is modeled on the website by Alec Baldwin. Ooh, pretty good. <laughs> so I can get behind that. Uh, yeah. There's camo condoms, camouflage condoms. Great for hunting down the perfect mate. Forty six dollars. <laughs> I feel like a lot of these they make just. For like the description and the puns, yeah, uh, within the description. But uh, yeah, go here around Christmas. Who? All right, I would get the Adventure Time BMO flask or the Adventure Time Jake Beanie. I would get those things. Yeah, those you things did are, it. You found something. I found some things. <laughs> I found the perfect niche of nerdy and you know I don't know. However, practical. Yeah, practical. I guess. <laughs> like I don't even use flasks very much, but it's twenty dollars. Yeah. That's not bad. <laughs> Fifteen dollars uh, for a Jake Beanie, not bad. What about a Cthulhu ski mask? No, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Get tentacles on your face. All right. Well, I think we can probably move on. <laughs> I know we can spend the whole episode. Yeah, we're just looking at other things. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, mine should be quick. I I don't anticipate it's going to spawn a lot of investigation through websites. Mine is just the the dry Italian cured meat uh, prosciutto. You've never had you never had it before. I had it, I think I'd had it once a while back on a, um, like a meat plate, and I was just like, I don't know what that was, yeah. it was fine, uh-huh. but I was like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what comes on those meat plates for yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, prosciutto is generally something, because it is cured, um, and like 
air dried or aged or whatever that it is something yeah. that will come on a, a mm. meat plate yeah. charcuterie board <laughs> so there's uh, looking at the wikipedia for prosciutto mm-hmm. their go to picture of it is just a plate a plate just a plate of prosciutto of, yeah. <laughs> just sitting on a table on a sign Getting sweaty, I assume. Is it fair to say, yeah? Is it fair to say that if you like bacon, you like prosciutto? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so. so similar. I mean, it's yeah. a ham. Yeah, it's ham. So yeah. you should. Do, we've talked about olives before. I love olives. But do you you like green olive green no. olives? Okay, Never mind. I've had a couple of green olives because I was like they're fine. I don't dislike them necessarily. Like an amazing. You know those. You know this is a little inside baseball, but you know those those uh olives that we have here that are those ones with uh, garlic and yeah. jalapeno an excellent hors d'oeuvre is those with, wrapped in prosciutto it's so good yeah. a little q-tip yeah a toothpick a toothpick yeah, uh-huh. yeah. that's amazing for it as well. yeah no prosciutto is um, good I don't it get is, uh, to have it often enough I yeah think. so it is very good um, I would probably say over the last maybe like a month or so ago maybe a little bit longer um I had the Via 313 uh, pizza, the Cadillac, which mm. has prosciutto on it, mm. um, in this, like, delicious, like, sweet kind of sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was so, so good, and I was just like, oh, man, this changed my, this changed my life. Like, I'm, like, aware <laughs> of what prosciutto is now, mm-hmm. and, like, I'm going to go after it. So I hadn't until t- today. <laughs> I made a grilled cheese sandwich with uh, fresh sourdough bread from the bakery and some Tillamook cheese, which is another top of the moment. Not top of the moment, but would have been on top of my life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, fancy, fancier stuff, mm-hmm. a little blue-blooded. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I just took, uh, and I got some European salted butter, got real fancy with it. Whoa. Then I got some prosciutto, and I slapped it on top of the sandwich and then cooked it like that. Made grilled cheese sandwiches nice. encrusted with good. Uh, prosciutto, and it was very encrusted. <laughs> nice. I guess I don't really know what it, I mean. It's yeah, on yeah, the crust, yeah, yeah. No. It's like I, you know, I, I loved that word choice. That's all yeah, I'm saying. it was. It's <laughs> like I mean, it's just really delicious, really easy. Yeah, I was surprised. I thought I was gonna screw it up, but it ended up looking really pretty and tasting really pretty. <laughs> nice. Um, so I think yeah, I would highly recommend it to anybody that if you haven't had prosciutto, doesn't know what prosciutto is. <laughs> yeah. And would like to, I recommend it. Don't be, don't be. Just, uh, it's just become a foodie podcast. It's a foodie podcast. <laughs> if it's just dry, dry cured meats, I'm yeah, I'm all about it. <laughs> it comes with antipasta, or it's supposed to go with antipasta. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. It's an appetizer. It's, yeah. Oh, is that all it means? Before, before oh. pasta. Yeah. Oh. Antipasta. That's not as cool. I thought it was like a type of pasta. <laughs> But that makes more sense now with the like if you if you think about it yeah. the orders the yeah. four orders Ordered. um but yeah I mean that was a quick little burst into my t- what's going on in my life right now <laughs> delicious burst right on just grilled cheese stuffs all right well I'll, uh, I'll round us out here with top of the moment I um was lucky enough to there was an extra some extra availability um, with my full time job for me to be able to go to or attend parts of South by Southwest EDU this week. Um, so I'm sure everybody knows what South by Southwest is. If you include the EDU part, it's basically a month-long festival. Um, the first week is EDU. The second week is Interactive, which is like a tech conference. The third week is the South by Southwest Music. And the fourth week is uh, South by 
film. And uh, I had never gotten to... I've gone to all of those except for film. Um, and until this year, I hadn't gone to South by EDU. Um, and I got an opportunity through my work, and it was really cool. It's just... Uh, it's kind of exactly what you would think. It's um, a very South by Southwest kind of take on edu- uh, an education conference. Mm. So it's a little bit more... Um, less boring, maybe, <laughs> okay. than, uh, than you might one. think something like that would be. Um, and then I think the highlight of it was um, a guy by the name of Andrew Smith Lewis uh, gave a talk. He is he, he's an executive chairman and, and founder of a company called Serigo, which is basically a, lo- a learning platform. Um, it, you know, it's a startup. Uh, but they've been around for a while. I don't know if you could really call them a startup anymore. But anyway, um, he gave a talk entitled Learning, Memory, and Knowledge Post-Google. And it was essentially like just an examination of what learning, memory, and knowledge look like, the, the, the positive aspects and the negative aspects in an age when you can just look whatever, like when you have the sum of human knowledge at your fingertips Mm -hmm. and he started out with the negative stuff and it was kind of depressing and then he ended with the positive stuff which was kind of uplifting um that's how you're supposed to do it yeah exactly um but yeah it was just it was a really great talk and there were a number of other things um now you go to these fairly often right um these being uh, educational conferences. Um, I I for sure go to one other one every year. Is that the one? But it's in, it's up one. In Dallas? Yeah, but it's one that's it's focused around a specific piece of software. Oh, okay. So it's not. It is an education conference, but it's about a particular piece of software and other pieces of software that integrate with that product. Yeah. Um, I would just be curious to know from someone who has gone to more than more than just South by Southwest mm-hmm. if it compares. Or if it's like maybe considered one of the best to go to, I definitely, that, I definitely think it's element. probably the most coveted. If really? I were guessing, I would. I mean, there are people there. Like there were people there from Brazil and oh. China, and um, yeah, I was I, I was standing in line for a sandwich with like these two Chinese girls behind me, and uh, I don't. I, I it definitely has worldwide appeal. Mm-hmm. You know, like all of South by does. Um, and I think that it has the reputation probably of being one of the more like trendy and like must go to events in the education world. And I know when I worked for a different organization, they sent like a lot of people to it every year and they were like extremely, they, I don't want to say good about it cause they, they were just, they, they required a lot of their personnel to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I, I found it very interesting um and i don't know but the actual utility of a lot of it i'm not really sure about um yeah. but it was it was fascinating experience so okay is know. there before we move on i'm mm-hmm. always also curious is there like a kind of like a trade floor mm-hmm. as well so like yeah you have these conferences or you have these like uh sessions and then you can like go through and see and so it's not is it really like tech based in that sense as yeah well? it's okay. if if i had to maybe the easiest way to think about it is like it's a hybrid of south by interactive and then like a regular old plane okay. education conference okay um 
so yeah, it's it's definitely more technology oriented. Because okay. like that Explo floor that you're talking about, it's all like a lot of it is companies with digital solutions for the classroom and like okay. you know. Yeah, I mean there's not really probably that many um, innovations that aren't technical now. Yeah, that's true. For, yeah. for how to yeah. be an effective teacher. Yeah, that's true. But it definitely has that spin. That is cool. And it wasn't this isn't the first year? I thought it was the first year. No, it's not the okay. first year. Okay. It's not that old though. I think it's only like it's less than five years old. Okay. I think. Um and yeah, this is the first time I've gone and uh hope, hopefully I'll get to go again. But yeah, we'll see. Well I'm rooting for you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Alright, cool. Well that uh that finishes us out for top of the moment and now we get into the meat. The grindy meat. The prosciutto. The, prosciutto the grindy the prosciutto. The grindy bloody prosciutto. The cured the cured dried prosciutto. <laughs> the cured dried bloody dried prosciutto. I really show. want that grilled cheese sandwich again. <laughs> You should make it for yourself again. I could make it tonight. I could go so far as to make it tonight. Do you think that that would be crazy? Listeners, uh, <laughs> at me, at Chris underscore ride or die, if I should eat uh, that prosciutto grilled cheese sandwich tonight. It's going to be too late. <laughs> at me if you think I ate it. Yeah. <laughs> make a prediction. All right, but let's get into it. Let's uh, no, more, no more fussing around. Horsing off. Yeah, no more horsing off. Let's talk about Logan. For those of you that don't know, somehow, um, Logan is the final installment of the Wolverine X-Men films that have been coming out over the last ten, uh, ten. Few, ten years. Wait. No. I thought it was 17. Seven. Oh, oh, you what? wanted my actual thing. Since 2009, yeah, yeah. there have been six X-Men films. Okay. I thought you were saying no. since there have been X-Men no, films. No, no, no. Sorry. There's been ten since 2000. There so they really ten. kicked it up. So yeah. there have been ten in the last seventeen years. <laughs> okay. So the first one came out in two thousand. Yeah. Okay. So a long line of X Men movies, yeah. but the specific Wolverine ones though. Oh, it's two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. So the, there's were... only been three Wolverine ones. Three yeah. specific Wolverines, and it's been two thousand nine. Oh, it feels like two thousand more. Two thousand nine. <laughs> Twenty. <laughs> 13 and then 2017. Okay. I believe. Okay. Yeah. Before we really jump into this, now yeah, that we yeah. have, now we set the stage. Sure. How are you feeling about these seven uh, Spanish angels now? Because you, That's I wanted good. an update. Yeah, yeah, no. I wanted um, an update. I. This is good. You're liking it more? Yeah. Well, I am too. I don't know about more. I'm getting into it but now. Really? Oh, it, yeah. It's, I'm getting into it. It's going on. So I'm going the other way. I'm also feeling it already. <laughs> I am too. It's a 6.7. I am too. Or, excuse me, 6.5. Uh, yeah, I'm down one and feeling it already. And, uh, yeah. This okay. feeling... Uh, brought to you by... Brought to you by... Uh, brought to you by a spoiler alert. Yes. By the way. We should... Your, thank you. Um, we should official spoiler alert. Thank you. We should... Yeah, we should mention spoilers from here on out. Um, we're going to be spoiling stuff. But, uh, all right. How did... Like, okay, so we, we talked in the pre-show. We talked... We wanted to the the film opens up and again we are spoilers now on that from here yeah, on spoil out. Zone. Spoil zone. Um, so there's there's a, a Deadpool like short that yeah, opens so the film kind of like a it's, it's so instead of doing a post credit oh which yeah if, if listeners if so that's through the credits is that the I idea there yeah instead well I don't know if that's the oh, original okay. idea but okay. that's essentially how it functions and okay. also 
would make sense because they choose Deadpool to do it. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, oh, instead yeah. of an end credit thing, you're getting a before. It yeah. seemed more like it. Though even though even the way it was shot, it seemed more like a trailer. Yeah, it's yeah. I was of like, it's meant to come off like well, I not even really just a trailer, con- but like the opening scene. I was like, really confused mm-hmm. when it started to happen. Yeah, That's I was like, I know who that is. Yeah. What? Why is my scene? Yeah. So if you've seen it, uh, he's changing. You know, when he's changing into a suit. Yeah. Uh, which I think is hilarious. But when he's changing into a suit in the uh, phone booth. Um, that's when we actually came into the movie theater. Oh, so really? we had okay. no idea what was, what was going happening. on. So you thought uh, Deadpool was in the next <laughs> movie? Yeah, or like <laughs> or the trailer. Yeah. Or, yeah. or like a pre-trailer cuz the lights were already down. It, oh, yeah. it was a while. It was a weird time. Um, <laughs> but uh, just to talk about Deadpool a little bit because these are kind of similar where in that they're I think Deadpool's uh, rated R. It is. Uh, it's the fir- I think Deadpool was the first, first like, actual su- like maybe not just Marvel. Because it, it Deadpool wasn't Mar- Marvel, was it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, just superhero, like actual superhero ones. Mm. Well, actually, I don't know. I might. Have, I'm making that up. Yeah. Uh, Watchmen. Oh, Watchmen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, d- but that- technically a superhero movie. <laughs> yeah. Not belonging to one of the big. Yeah. So I guess it's just ones. like major, major studio or Marvel. Yeah. But because there's also what Kickass. That was one. Yeah. yeah. So never mind. I, I made that up. <laughs> so, but anyway. But uh, yeah, these two get uh, compared a lot because I mean, Which Deadpool. Uh, sorry, Deadpool and Wolverine or ugh, Logan, not oh. Wolverine. We're not talking about Wolverine. Oh, you mean people now are comparing? Yeah, the because they're Deadpool both rated R. Okay, they're both. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, they shot mainstream uh, versus you know Kickass okay. and Watchmen. Yeah, yeah, um, stuff. Yeah, so they're getting compared quite often. I thoroughly enjoyed. Deadpool, and I, I hope it's not because of the mature, uh, the maturity of it. Yeah. I hope it's because of the story and the acting and the uh, yada, 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 yeah. and everything. So I, I, I want to dive a little deeper on this just before we get into the main discussion about Logan. Because we were talking about, I haven't seen Deadpool, uh-huh. and I noted earlier that I was very confused by his appearance at the beginning <laughs> yeah. of this film. Um, <laughs> and like, I know who he is, and I have like, vague understanding of his role in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. But he seems like a very polarizing character. Yeah. Um, I know people that, and maybe they're all in this room, but I know people that like really, really like, like love that Deadpool movie and like love this new representation of him. And then I know people that are just completely turned off by right. it. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to understand why, why, why the... <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be on the negative, I think. Yeah. Um, and I want—I just want to understand, like, what it, what's the, maybe just like a short version of like why is it good and why is it bad? so? Uh, not to talk about this this movie specifically, but just Deadpool, Deadpool in general. general. Yeah. Uh, so Deadpool, his whole shtick is that he is like self-aware, uh, and he's the only superhero that does this. So he knows he's a comic book character. He knows he's a superhero. He knows that there's an audience. Uh, so he'll often break that fourth yeah. wall and interact with the audience or the reader. Okay. Um, and plus just how crass he is and, and how funny he's written and okay. all of this. I think it, it takes your standard superhero and just like throws everything away except the superpowers. So is, is his appeal that the subversion of that genre? Like just that he's always hyper self-aware and like... 
it's just it's kind of like a parody almost. That's uh, my assumption, okay. that, and that's why that's kind of why it appeals to me because we've seen superhero movies and we've seen comic books and they're generally all the same. But Deadpool takes that and just gets rid of all the rules. Yeah, um, and has it, he, and he's the only one, as far as I know, the only one to do that. He was the first one to do that and the only one to do that. Yeah, and so far nobody's done it, and mm-hmm. I think it's because of how well Deadpool has done how successful not just the movie but the character in general in the comic book world over the years yeah yeah, how well he's done because it would be hard to compete against this type of character if that makes sense got it Mm -hmm. so (laughs) counterpoint counterpoint Uh, so I think that part of my issue or part of my distaste for the Deadpool character um, is it comes from his extreme popularity that has arisen over, like, the last five, six years. And, like, Deadpool's been a character for a while. Like, since the 90s, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, And so my knowledge of him is not rooted in... In the comic books, in in his original court. So it's not... pop culture. Yeah, I'm not trying to, like, condemn that character in that sense. Uh, All I can do is talk about the the character as it's represented through you know mass culture now Mm -hmm. and this film um and i think that a lot of people have really globbed on to that character because of what nate said and it's the subversion of the uh, superhero trope yeah and um breaking the fourth wall and making fun of it i think i know personally a lot of like dead Deadpool fans that did not read the comic books and have just loved him for that same thing for how funny he is, quote unquote. For me, the I appreciate the shtick. The shtick. Um, I think it's good in all art forms to have some sort of subversion and breaking that of that fourth wall in some capacity. Um, however, I just don't feel that Deadpool is the most successful at it. Um, and that's not to say that there is a more successful character. I just don't think that when it comes to past, like Deadpool will be the one that stands above everybody else in in this idea. I think the movie, to me, just speaking to the movie, um, fails a lot in its use of humor. I think that because the story itself is a pretty straightforward... Um, story with the normal beats of, mm-hmm. of all superhero movies that came before it. Yeah, mm-hmm. damsel in distress. Yeah. All, that. Yeah, all of that stuff. Uh, they do do the... They they are interesting in the sense that they run this um, current... They keep going back and forth for at least the first hour of the film um, from Deadpool now as he's going after like revenge... Um, and then it'll go back and it'll explain the story and it'll come back and it'll yeah, 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 until it meets up to the point where he's at and then right, everything yeah, yeah. from there is the last 45 minutes of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything within that, it's just the same sort of beats. And I, and I don't feel his humor a lot of time is not... It's not like cutting edge humor. I don't think that he's making jokes about anything that has been that hasn't been seen in like the latest National Lampoon's goes to college film, uh, which he was in. By the which way. He, he was in <laughs> right Middle. Uh, okay, and so it's 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 that it's that self like he. 
in Deadpool, he references these characters all the time, and I think it's because it happens so much. That's the fun thing about breaking the fourth wall to me, is when it happens, it's sly, maybe you don't realize that it's happening, and it's not coming every two minutes, Yeah, you know? It's... When he gets grabbed, so you think it's just is it just everything is turned up too high mm-hmm. about this like yeah ratchet it up the, to eleven the parody and the subversion and the the yeah so okay yeah. it's just a little too on the on the nose it, it very much is mm-hmm. I mean yeah. he he mentions the audience specifically at least four or five times in the film um, he talks about. So the whole cre- opening credits of the film is a breaking of the fourth wall because it, they don't, the opening credits aren't names of the actors or actresses and directors and writers and whatnot. It's uh, stereotypes. So it's a handsome guy, uh, a, a hot chick. Um, the director is some idiot or something like that. Um, and so it's like that. And that's like an interesting play. Yeah. Um, but when it's the very first thing that you see, it shouldn't be the very next thing that you see. Uh, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, uh, if I may. Yeah. Um, so, ha- uh, Chris, have you seen, or either of you, have you seen X-Men Origins Wolverine? So, the long time. The first. The very first one, yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's the first appearance of Wade Wilson. Right? That's what I was Yeah, it's the right. first dead, quote, unquote, 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 dead. I remember oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, so, yeah. So, and that was not, uh, that it's, that's widely regarded within the comic community that that's not Deadpool. We don't know who that guy was, but that's not Deadpool. <laughs> um, and I think that's the reason why I liked this one so much is because I know the source content and and then getting this Wade Wilson from X-Men Origins Wolverine and then now finally getting one that yeah. is appropriately done. I think that's why I liked it. Yeah. Or I liked it. And I think that that's, that's a lot of it is... is People and I think that that's what drove a lot of uh, the interest and the success of Deadpool from that point because that was about eight years ago. Yeah, that was two thousand nine. Yeah, Deadpool. I don't think was that popular in mainstream culture leading up to that point. Yeah. Then it becomes a big deal that they fucked up Deadpool. Excuse my language. They screwed up Deadpool's character. Mm. Um. And that caused people to start looking into who Deadpool was. Yeah, yeah. And so then it becomes... Then he gets this, like, explosion. Yeah. And there's all this anger towards how they originally um, wrote that character and, yeah. and used that character and ruined that character. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so, so cool. be- because Ryan Reynolds was... He was made for... The, this role was made for him. Uh, similar to... Two guys to go a, a pizza place. Yes. <laughs> this is a, a great segue back into Logan. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, just like Hugh Jackman was made to play Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think that's uh, another reason why I really like yeah. Deadpool so, so much. So maybe we... So now that we're back in Logan territory. Okay. Thanks for that. Back in Santa yeah, territory. That was clunky <laughs> as hell. <laughs> but now that we're back in Logan territory, so maybe we just do a quick, like, your general impression of the film... Chris, you go first. Do we want to do stars? I love stars. Do sure. we want to give stars sure. to it? Sure. sure but yeah. do four uh, out of four. Four out of four? Out of four? four? Okay. No, 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 no. Just out of oh, four. Oh, sorry. Uh, you, heard you, it. Just, you go. <laughs> you go. Should we do stars? Four out of four. 
But what it's you like meant was, you guys should yeah. use a four-star scale. Yeah, yeah. a four-star okay. system. Yeah. Okay. All right, so, Chris, start us off and give us your stars. I don't know. It's and then just flux. this general it's feeling. A, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's in flux. Well, then give it a point five. I would say... <laughs> no, I'm not going to give it a point five. I would say when I'm sitting in the theater... While I was watching that film, my enjoyment level would have given it three stars. Okay. I think that I lost half a star from being outside of the theater and then thinking more about it. Do you, do you, you lost half a star after you saw it? Yeah, I, okay. I would say that at this point in time where I am now, I would give it two and a half stars out of four. Okay. In the theater, I would have given it three stars out of four. Okay. Um, and... And I think that that's something that can happen commonly. Sure. That you'll lose. And then, just real quickly, what do you think caused that phenomenon? Phenomenon? Uh, <laughs> just like any time this will happen, I think the staying power of a movie impacts how you feel about it weeks afterwards. Absolutely. Um, what were the themes that were in it? Were there things that you needed to unpack? Were there things that you okay. constant, consistently brought yourself back to? Re- conversely... Did you forget things? Okay. Do you want to see? Do you not want to see the movie again? Is it? So do you, can could you, you call that? More, could you generally call that memorability? Sure. If you want to, like, <laughs> like break it just it down yeah. to one thing. <laughs> I just could so, easily do that. Well, I like the way that you said it, uh, and it goes more with you know, it goes with any movie. Uh, does it stick with you? Yeah, and I think there's okay. a little more finesse in it and than so memorability. Then you're saying it, so you don't think of it maybe as a very memorable film to me no okay I, but but again like it's similar to deadpool i mean i don't i shouldn't need i, I yeah. don't need to justify no no i mean we'll all, get into but like that. i yeah yeah I, we'll, I i understand that that it means more to different people sure so yeah and I'm we'll get into maybe audience. maybe why you felt that way in yeah. a little bit more detail yeah. so nate how about you uh i really liked it i stars man Oh, stars. Four stars. <laughs> four out of four. Okay. Ooh. Uh, yeah. No, are you just wanting to use a four-star system? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's just four. reiterating. I'm reiterating that we're doing four. Yeah, I would say four out of four. Uh, so far, and it's kind of early in the year, but so far this is my uh, favorite movie of the year. Okay. Good um, times. Yeah. Anything else I... in your brief synopsis of how you feel? No, I think okay. we'll get into it. I'm gonna. I'll. I'll split. Sort of split the difference. I'll give it a three out of four. Well, that's kind of high. And and I and I think if I had to sum up the reason is, I would just say, solid action movie. That's yeah. what I would say yeah. to justify my yeah. my three out of four star. So let's let's kind of get down deeper into it, and then we'll maybe we'll go verse. So why is it your favorite movie so far in the year, Nate? So uh, one thing that you mentioned just now uh-huh. uh, which is perfect because I wanted to bring it up mm-hmm. uh, action movie superhero movie mm-hmm. yada yada Th- you couldn't tie this to one of those genres this isn't an action movie this isn't a superhero movie this isn't uh, any of that this is a this is a, a this road is movie story this is yeah, a yeah. this is a um, in a sense a buddy movie yeah uh, this is <laughs> at times an indie movie mm. uh, to call this a superhero movie and we've been doing it this whole time at just for brevity's sake yeah. uh, but to call this a superhero movie or even an X, uh, X-Men movie would not be doing it justice um, this movie this movie takes you on a trip literally uh, and emotionally through this character who has evolved 
from what we've seen in previous movies. Yeah. Uh, this barbaric uh, and spoiler alert. We've already <laughs> said it, but I'll say it again. Spoiler alert. We kind of encounter uh, in the movie. We encounter a younger Wolverine. Anyway, and yeah. to see them because they battle. Uh, to see them in sort of this uh, juxtaposition, yeah. I think it really emphasizes that point. Yeah. That he's 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 torn. Uh, he's he's weathered. Yeah. He's he's old, and that's the whole. Everybody in this movie uh, that you know is not anybody that you know anymore. Yeah, I I think the opening scene I think is a great crystallization of all of that. What you just said, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you get kind of everything that you need to... It's a great, great opening scene. You, you get everything that you need to know about the character. Yeah. And I was... I have to say I was really, really concerned because I have not really paid attention um, very closely to the X-Men movies or really the Marvel Universe in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was concerned that I wasn't going to be able to connect and that I was not going to really understand what was going on or I, I wasn't... I didn't have the requisite... the prerequisite knowledge right. to appreciate the movie, but... That first scene sold it for me. I was on board 100% after that first scene. I mean, I think it set the tone perfectly. Yeah. He's, he's old, like you were saying. He's he's weathered. He he's doesn't tired. really want to do this. Yeah. And then, and you know, that also was a great showcase for the hard R rating of the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're immediately um, thrown into it, the violence. It was real violent. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it and was, it would be you would think that that would be an indi- indicator to take out your four year old from the theater, right? <laughs> yes. No. No. no you, instead, you'll give him a package of crunchy candy and <laughs> sit him next to a stranger while you sit behind them. Yes. Um, well, <laughs> sorry, that was a little, <laughs> little bit of open anger. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean that. That's a kind of... I mean, that was a flooring scene. Like, it was... It was kind of funny at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then it just got real serious real quick, and, yeah. like, real crazy violent and real bloody. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and I think that one of the reasons this movie works so well is because of that hard R rating. Um, mm-hmm. I think if you'd have tried to do this story PG-13, I don't think it would have been very good. Absolutely. There's nothing more satisfying than hearing Logan... Uh, drop an f bomb. So that and then that that's the one. That's the one. There were some times in the movie where I felt they were pushing it a little too much. Mm-hmm. Where like, okay, you've got the hard R rating, and to me, the reason you have the hard R rating is because you want this to be a little more gritty and a little more bloody. Like you want it yeah. to be the hard. I mean, to me, the R was more for the violence and less for the dialogue. Oh, definitely. <clears throat> and I've, I've there got were... the time. I know that the first word that he says is the F yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, typically in, like, movies that are, like, right skirting that edge mm-hmm. and don't really, like, catch my attention a lot, Yeah, I'll, like, wait for them to say, like, one of the one F word. Yeah. And then, like, when they say the next one, then I'm like, oh, sh- okay. Because yeah, yeah. you're given one. Because you yeah. hit one in a yeah. PG-13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that, I think that... And so I just was like, whatever. And I was really, really concerned. I, I, so, just as a small aside, I have a really kind of... I have maybe somewhat radical views on, like, the, 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 the like that kind of dialogue as a tool. Yeah. As a storytelling tool. Um, and maybe we could get into that at some other time. But, like... When that was the first word in the film, 
I was I panicked immediately and I was like, okay, this is gonna have a lot of stuff dialogue wise that is only there because they can get away with it because it's R. Yeah. And it's really not necessary for the character or for the dial or for, you know, the story. Yeah. Um but and 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 there were I I can't think of them now. There were a couple of instances where I felt they were like they were really pushing it for me personally with oh. the dialogue, and then they they would back off on it just just in time. No, so I, I didn't yeah. it didn't hurt the film for me. Yeah. But it came cl- I was aware of it during yeah. the viewing. Yeah, and it, for me that that is what uh, one of the minor things that did hurt the movie for mm-hmm. me because uh, I absolutely agree. Uh, yeah, you. And they were aiming for an R rating, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like, yeah, it, it drop an F bomb here and there. Yeah, like, that's uh-huh. fine. Especially but, in like heavy moments yeah. or like when you would really expect that character to say that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I feel like they may have just used it a little bit too much. I think they. And I, I think, think they, they were just did. like, and yeah, I, why not? I think that that's maybe probably why I wouldn't give it four out of four. I think that might be. Where, where that withholding is too many f bombs. Yeah, and it's not. Yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it makes me sound like a prude and stuff, but I, I just, I have real strong opinions about how important that kind of language is. Mm. Yeah, and if it's misused, it's like a complete turnoff for me. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so Chris, why don't you expand upon your opinions a little bit? Okay, so let me so tell to, for, uh, let me can I yeah yeah can I prompt you lead me so lead me tell me why you felt like it was a three and a half while you were watching it. three three sorry sorry um, while I was watching it I was engrossed by the action I think that mm-hmm. when it would hit those parts of those those action parts I would be immediately pulled in mm. um, when it would pull out of those I was less interested and it. You know, it's not... You guys know me. It's not because, like, I can't watch a slow movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, or that you hate boring dialogue. Yeah, right? like, I like you know, <laughs> exposition. Yeah, yeah, And, like, you know, just normal dialogue that doesn't really serve any. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because I really didn't feel that what was happening in, in those cracks was super monumental. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't get a lot of worth out of what was, what was happening. The... The journey itself. Um, I am not a huge superhero movie fan. Mm-hmm. I do like X-Men, and I think I've talked to... I talked to Nate, at least, about this uh, after watching it. I like X-Men because there's so many of them. Yeah. Um, and and I they're think, also varied and different. Yeah, they're, they're so different, and so that's a, there's a lot of opportunity. And even for bringing it back to Deadpool, what I you know a movie that I didn't like nearly as much as I liked Logan... It at least had two other X-Men that were interesting. Mm. Uh, with Logan, it's just Wolverine and it's just Professor X. Um, we've had Wolverine and Professor X for 17 years. <laughs> uh, I've in, Just in film. Just in film, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 17 years in film. Yeah. Uh, ten, not eight, eight movies? I don't know, because you know, Wolverine's not in every one. Right, right. Um, and while they're good characters and their relationship is, is a great relationship for film, um, I really don't think that that this was what I wanted to see. That this was the iteration of it. I think that it's important to see the loss that 
Professor X, the loss of Professor X, mm-hmm. what that means to Logan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's really good. Yeah. Um, but I think that what I would have rather have seen is Professor X already being gone and Logan having dealt with it at least the initial parts for a little bit I don't want to see Logan deal with it for 20 minutes and then Mm. he's over it I would rather see yeah that be the lowest point of Logan's life Hmm. I'd rather be like in it than just drag it along for, for an hour and then hear this thing happen now. Yeah. And I realize you need, I mean, in story it's time, kind of the climax, like yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. it's, I don't know. And then that sort of a relationship that's been on screen yeah. for 17 years, I feel like it could have been done a little differently. And for me, it would have worked a little bit better. Um, there were, I, I don't, I don't really like, um, and I'm not, not that I don't like the child actor that mm-hmm. played, uh, I forget her name. Me too. Uh, Daphne Keen, the, the the actor, but yeah, what was the, the character's, character's name? name? Oh, uh, Lauren. Laura. 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 Yeah. Uh, so there's nothing against Daphne King who yeah. played Laura, um, but I have a hard time with um, these kind of. We have a kid with a special power that we've got to get somewhere. Yeah, and like you, I you said, mentioned after that we after we actually reminded you of like Midnight Special. Yeah, Midnight Special, Firestarter, Firestarter. Mm-hmm. Like, I, there's there's way I I believe that there's more. I mean, The I'm Last of think. Us, which we'll get back to. Yeah, The Last of Us, which is like a be careful with the spoiler video game. Oh, sh- that's right. <laughs> so, um, that was kind of bothersome to me. I mean, okay. it just seemed like I, I would. The, even the villains on it, like, they didn't mean anything. They didn't mean anything to me because I ultimately knew... And that's maybe my own fault for thinking, for not being able to turn that off. That, like, a, that there's... Mm-hmm. Going back to previous podcasts, there, there's Chekhov's gun. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't able to, like, turn that off, so... I'm just like they're gonna get to the border and they're gonna get all the kids and yeah, all stuff's I, gonna I happen. Think I'm just it just felt like a foregone conclusion and I couldn't really enjoy the drive, so to speak. Yeah, I I almost would have so kind of the way you feel about Professor X is kind of how I feel about the the I guess underlying story and the cause for all of the drama. Yeah, um, like. I would have been okay if you never saw like the villain. You know, the 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 one guy. Yeah. Who's like the bad guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like it was all like these I mean you you, you would still have to have like the uh that Wolverine clone or copy yeah, the other yeah. the like fresh Adam and yeah. guy. Um that would be fine, but like the German scientist or whatever he was I don't know if he's German or not. You just assume. <laughs> I just yeah. assume. Eastern um, European. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, I don't know. I'm not really sure that I needed him in that movie. Okay, that, that's who you're referring to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I don't know if I needed him. And I, I really don't know, also, if I needed as much in-depth. Well, it's not crazy in-depth. But, like, I don't know if that I needed a ton of exposition on why this girl is this way. 
Yeah. And I, I understand that there, there are a lot of interlocking pieces here that get us to where we need to go as far as the story is, mm-hmm. or as far as the story goes. Because um, you have the, ma- the the nurse who, like, took yeah. her and stuff. But, like, I would have I preferred a much more vague picture of why this girl is here and why she needs to get there. And, yeah. and I think that that might have helped you, too. Yeah, get there. I, I, I believe so. <clears throat> um, and I, I also, your, your, your thing about having Professor X in the movie or not, I, t- I kind of agree with that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 like, I like the idea of coming to Logan when he is at absolute rock bottom. Yeah. And he sort of is, but then he get, I guess that's kind of part of the drama, though, is that he is at rock bottom and then he gets just one further level down. Yeah. But, so, yeah. Uh, my response to that is, like you said, we've had 17 years of this relationship. You've seen, I mean, you've seen them together, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you look at it as a whole, uh, and then this movie is the last part of the movie as a whole. You're seeing Logan at his rock bottom. Yeah. Okay. You're seeing Logan. So you're saying more. Take all of the Wolverine movies and look at them as one film, or all the X Men movies. X Men movies. Yeah. And look at them as one. If you film. look at them as one film, yeah. where they started, uh, that'll give you a picture as far as their relationship. And it by this point, it is father and son. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. Mean, that's the best. Uh, description of it. it is yeah. father and son so at this at the start of this one he is at his lowest point i mean he's waking up uh from a hangover <laughs> in the back of his car uh at the start of the movie this is his lowest getting, point getting his hubcaps this is this is uh at this point and and the greatest mind in the world uh charles xavier is essentially useless now yeah um Dementia and all kinds of I don't know I don't think they say exactly seizures and yeah stuff, seizures yeah. and all kinds of things he's in Wolverine's mind Logan's mind he is dead at this point mm-hmm. he's not who he was and for anybody else you know we would grasp on we would hold on to that life but being the greatest mind in the world to see that um, and Logan's been his caretaker for who knows how long um, to see that to to Logan Professor X. Charles Xavier is dead. See, I would argue that he's not... That Logan doesn't think that he's dead. If he, he thought that Professor X was dead, then he wouldn't be consistently working to save up money so that they can get a boat, so that they can go somewhere else. So I think... Uh, and this is all interpretation, but I think the boat is not necessarily to get Charles Xavier somewhere else to help him. It's to get him away from it's to get, everybody. Yeah. It, so that his oh, seizures, yeah. because his, his seizures in the movie, uh, they essentially, it, it stops time, sort yeah, of, it, right? Yeah, it well, freezes I mean, people. people. I don't think yeah. time stops, but it yeah. freezes people. Yeah, yeah, they can't breathe. Uh, Caliban makes a, a, a note that, I couldn't breathe for almost a minute. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, then it, it, that's what I meant is that it stops people in that time uh, yeah. because cars are still crashing right. into each other, etc. Uh, but I think that's why he's getting him under the boat so that he can get it because he's the only one that can withstand it. He and yeah. uh, Laura are the only ones that can withstand it. Um, so I think it's more to protect other people than sure. than yeah. uh, and that's Charles. That's a fair point. I I feel though that as you stated, like. You should view it as all of these movies strung together to form one complete story. Right. And that is totally fair. But the fact of the matter is, I can't escape the realization 
and the knowledge that this will not be the first, the last time that even that just in film we'll be seeing Professor X. No, it might be the last time in, yeah, yeah, in yeah. film for a while that we see Wolverine and Professor X together. But we'll or be seeing, or that you'll see Hugh Jackman playing. Wolverine. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we'll see them. Like we're gonna see Professor X as soon as they like do the next thing after like Apocalypse. I don't know. Yeah, I, I but I, I totally I see that that viewpoint. I don't think that that I, I don't know. I I think that. Uh, I don't know. Come back to me. I, I'm not. I don't so, know that, that thought fully formed. It. So the the brilliance behind Logan is that they set it so far in the future. Uh, when was it again? I missed it. 2029. 2029. So they set it so far in the future that now we have all of these years to work with in all of these uh, movies because I mean these movies sell uh, yeah. and it's just money. Yeah. Um, so we have all these movies, all these stories that we can tell, and also. This is a this is a Logan timeline. This is a Wolverine timeline, yeah. potentially an X Men timeline. Who's to say that Logan won't show up in a Deadpool movie? Which I think is uh, what they're talking about. Logan showing up as in a, in the Jackman? next yeah uh, in the next um, that would be a mistake. Deadpool movie. But I just feel so. With all of that said, though, I I feel that taking the routes that they took in this movie, I think it's an important step for superhero movies, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, that eventually one is going to get that formula right. In my eyes, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people love this movie. Yeah. So I'm I'm in the minority. Sure. Uh, and I think you know another film will get that together perfectly, and it'll come, go off without a hitch. But I kind of forgot where I was going with that. So I I think I think part of the thing that you have to keep in mind too is the context of this movie, and we've been talking about this, we've been touching on this a little bit, but. When you look at the vast, the stark differences in quality, uh, personally, at least. Stark. <laughs> the, the stark differences in quality um, between these Wolverine movies. Like, there are some of them that are real bad. Yeah. And and I know that they're all different directors and stuff, but I don't know. The odds... I saw this trailer and I thought... That's a really good trailer. I bet the movie's going to be nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Because I assumed that they were going to do what they always do, which is try and toe the line between safety and ingenuity and just make a piling, you know, a, a steaming pile of shit of a movie. <laughs> and they didn't do that. And and I and I have to say personally I think that that is one of the reasons why I like I I think for me, it gets a star just by not being completely awful. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that it actually exists, and the fact that it got made and got studio approval and went to theaters in the form that it went, I think that that's very impressive. When you talk about these, like, kind of nerd culture icon films. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, I don't know, that by itself just makes makes me really appreciate it. Yeah, so, um, the uh, James Mangold, the guy who did, the director who did this, mm-hmm. also did the most recent one, the Wolverine, or uh, the second one, I should say, the Wolverine. Uh, out of the three, the only one that was uh, not by this guy was X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. And that was from Gavin. And see, I wonder, too, like, where, like, you know, again, with these giant 
poster, you know, poster movies mm-hmm. for for the geek culture and stuff. They get real studios get real involved, mm-hmm. you know, and they they you know, and I the most recent example is like Rogue One. You know, you hear about all these reshoots yeah. and like they saw the first cut of the movie and they hated it and it was too. But yeah. And uh, I don't know. I just I have a very cynical view of these types of movies, and so the fact that it disproved my cynicism, yeah, I don't know, was just really great. I think it's Im- I think it's important to hit movies like this. Yeah, that, I mean they they re they reaffirm and reassess and let you like re um, jigger with your idea of what an action film should be. Yeah, like the. A, a recent example of this for me was Dread, where mm. I was, you know, rock bottom on on viewing action films like that. Yeah, and uh, had real negative thoughts about well, how this was gonna be, yeah. and was completely blown blown away. Yeah, and so it's important for for movies like this to come along, and I and again, like I, I just want to reiterate, like I think that this is a good film. I just yeah, don't yeah. think that it. It worked for me. It doesn't have the staying power with you individually. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Definitely. And that's where it gets, like, tricky. Like, I don't want anybody to think that I'm, like, too hate Logan. Yeah. Because it, <laughs> from discussing it with you guys, I, th- I see a lot of, like, really good points mm-hmm. that you've made and ways that I can rethink about yeah. uh, how I viewed that film. And, I mean, I think that, if anything, if it can lead to... Like I had mentioned earlier, the film that gets everything and melts it right. Mm-hmm. If it leads to that, then it should be yeah. lauded yeah, just yeah. for at least being a stepping stone. Absolutely. Because we we don't really have anything previous to Logan that you could point to. Even like Deadpool is an R rating, but like Deadpool's a comedy. Like yeah. it's not it's not Logan. No, yeah. It's not serious. No. I I think I, I this is gonna maybe sound like overkill, but I don't think that I've seen something that has done what you're talking about, which is sort of crystallize that superhero medium, superhero film medium, into something really great. I think that the last movie before Logan that I can really put that label on is The Dark Knight. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> and like, that was I always forget time about ago, this, mm-hmm. but like. And it's completely different too. It, yeah. it, it, you know, and it, it's a PG thirteen movie. Like it, it's very, very safe in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and this is very, very daring in a lot of ways. But this movie kind of feels, in a way, a, an an evolution from the Dark yeah. Knight. Um, those those I did kind of forget about those mm-hmm. those films, and I think that it's, in a way, to a point of what I was trying to get at and yeah. it's just that and I don't remember if I've audibly said it this might have been <laughs> something that I, I've neglected to say but um, that when you make an attempt at this it's kind of like you have to really nail down those non-superhero parts because what you're trying to do is effectively not make a superhero movie right you're trying to make the movies like Nate said you know yes. the um, the road trip movie right and the, the introspective indie film and and Dark Knight, at least I think maybe Dark Knight itself, yeah, succeeds in that. And yeah. so I, I tend to forget about it as a superhero film mm-hmm. and think about it in a different light. So I think, and I think that that right there, that last statement mm-hmm. that you made, is the thing that 
almost everybody who is involved in the process of making these movies does not understand, which is that <laughs> when you make a superhero, like, if you want to make a really great superhero movie, you want it to be memorable, you want it to be great, you want it to have a wide appeal, you want to make a ton of money, just make a movie. Mm. Just tell a story. And, like, yeah, it could be about a dude wearing a mask flying around and stuff, but, like, just tell a story. And stop with all this fucking fan service. And, like, yeah, you know, throwing people bones and, like, trying to ride that line of being safe but inventive. You're never going to do it. It's impossible. Yeah. Just tell a good story. And, I, and tell it well. I think and that's what The Dark Knight does. Yeah. And that's what this movie does. And I think, you know, when you, when you say it like that and you talk about um, them just telling a story, avoiding fan service, mm-hmm. I think that what I what would have given it a half... So I think that I'm about to give it an extra half star. Okay. And then I'm going to bump it up to three stars based off of what you just said. Yeah. And that is... What I wanted, I guess, was fan service. I love those X-Men. Mm, mm-hmm. um, I like the variation. I like, you know, seeing different ones pop in and, like, seeing one that, like, I don't know that one. I can I should go learn about that one and, like, who's that? Yeah. Um, and so not getting it, I think that I was a little bit like, oh, I'm kind of bored because I don't have a new X-Men. I was expecting, like, I wanted to find out who all of those kids, like, DNA yeah, yeah. pairings were with. Mm-hmm. Be like, who's going to be Storm's kid? And I think that when I walked out of it and as I spent more time, I was just like, oh, that was kind of frustrating. Like, I didn't get it. You didn't get that satisfaction. Memorable. Uh But I think that I was a a little pig-headed in that sense. Mm. And I wanted that fan service. Yeah. And the fact that I I think that what they did was they narrowed that focus down and they they didn't worry about giving all that fan service, I think that that's... That's a good... Those are really good points. Yes. They've kind of convinced me to see it in a a better light. Yeah. And I... The other thing I'll say about that particular point is that... I I think that's the other half of why I don't give this four out of four. Because there was... You know, you said that there wasn't enough... Like, from your old perspective, there wasn't enough of that fan service. And the small amount that there was in there was too much for me. Like... The, and, and a lot of it was like I was probably reading too much into mm-hmm. but like like I was saying earlier like I don't want I don't really need to know the backstory of all these kids and like when there's the one kid who has the same like a similar power as one of the other X-Men and I'm blanking on it now uh, telekinesis like no. Jean Grey maybe that was it Control. Control. there's also somebody that does like a frost thing oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah maybe that was it and, and so I just I started thinking in that moment when I saw that kid do that, I was like, oh, maybe that kid's, uh, like, has Iceman's DNA or whatever. And, like, when I caught myself doing that, I was like, god damn it. Like, that's what I don't want. Yeah. And, uh, so I think that's the other half of why I didn't give it a full four. It's just because, like, they, they, they did just little bits of it, and it, it just ruined my immersion. <laughs> it's not like they went overboard or they ruined the movie, but it just, it made, it took me out of the moment, and... It yeah. kind of bummed me out a little bit, but <laughs> that's fair to say. Yeah, but I mean, I think I don't know. I think we definitely all agree. Good movie. 
Yeah. Yeah. Good film. Yeah. Yeah. Even um, two point five out of four is still. Well, I bumped no, it up. No, no, I, no, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, take two point five. It's still a good movie on all accounts. Yeah, absolutely. It was a good time. We all highly recommend it. Go see it if you haven't. And if you if you're one of those people like we're talking about that you're not really into superhero movies, go see it because I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I think we all uh, share that opinion. Um, well, that I mean that does it for our little discussion of Logan. If if you guys have stuff you want to say to us, you want to tell us why we're wrong or why we're right or why we're idiots, um, you can always shoot us an email at writerdieblog at gmail.com. And before we get out of here. Uh, Nate, you wanted to cover something that we have about some potential goodies, right? Some goodness. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we have a, this is a, the only print of this shirt. Um, it's a one of a kind. It's a one of a kind. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't think of that. <laughs> I was thinking one in a million, but that doesn't... That's, I mean, that's I mean be, that, yeah, that's, that's somebody good. else probably has. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one of a kind a t-shirt with our logo on it. Um, that we are looking to give away. It's a, a size large, so if that's if that's your size, uh, what's the? How are we doing that? I I would say, um, first person. First to claim person, it. yeah. First person to claim it by emailing us, writerdieblog at gmail .com. Yeah, or yes. if you go to writer die and then contact in the top right corner. Right, yeah. Either either one of those. First person to send us an email. Um, saying, hey, I want that shirt. We will give it to you. Yeah. yeah. No, no strings sure. attached. That's yeah. it. It's as simple as that. I yeah. will say one string that you should attach is your e or your address. Yeah. <laughs> if you could just email Or some your method of getting in touch with you. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah. the only string. Yeah. Uh, but this is... We don't even have... I mean, we have this shirt, <laughs> the one, but we won't have this after. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If we do more shirts, so they might be different. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. One of um, so literally one of a kind, <laughs> unless you see a knockoff on the streets then let us know. Yeah. Or would this, this might be the knockoff. I don't know. <laughs> I Maybe say. this is a bootleg. Yeah. Who we don't know. <laughs> bootleg shirt. We're, we're not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, you want me to <laughs> yes, go with the other one? Uh, so, and then also, uh, we announced a couple of weeks ago, that we're doing um, a book club, Ride or Die Reads. Uh, we're reading Dark Matter uh, by Blake Couch. Crouch. 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 <laughs> I always get those confused. Um, so Dark Matter by Blake Crouch. Um, and, you know, we're almost done with that. Uh, Chris, you're actually done with it. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a pretty simple read, so you're not too late if you want to catch up. Um, it'll be in the same feed, right? Yeah. yeah uh, we'll, it'll we'll show up here. it in mm -hmm. the same feed. Uh, so you won't miss it, but um, yeah, and then we'll just get together and talk about that book, and then uh, we'll also do a giveaway for, so when I read a book, I like to write in the margins, or put sticky notes in the book, um, etc., and I'm obviously going to do that with this one as well, so uh, you can have that book with all of my scribblings, <laughs> yeah. or if we want to do another one, we'll do another one. There's we no actually, limit here, people. Yeah, I think that we could probably... Um, do two giveaways one for Nate's uh, book with scratchings uh, which I think is etchings with etchings which is the preferred one and I think that we could probably all three of us write like a little note in there as well sure Thank yeah you, definitely uh, for participating and then also if you just want to do it with us uh, we can maybe also look at doing another um, promotion for our Next for my time. copy 
because like if you just want to read it, I'll give it to you. <laughs> we'll figure something out for that. It won't be as it won't be as prestigious as the other book. But uh, Chris's copy is definitely better. It's a hard hardbound. Oh, it's just not hardbound. No, it's. I didn't uh, need to soft. buy hardbound. <laughs> no, but no, again, no, it's not I, a requirement. I've had to wait months for mine. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Chris's is, uh, is is a hardback hardback books, mm-hmm. man. Cool. Can't beat that. Even with the the plastic sleeve awesome. protector. Well, that is awesome. Uh, and if again, if you need any, missed any of that, need more details, you can always go to writerdie.net, follow us on social media. We'll have stuff out on these giveaways. Yes. Um, and then until next time. Yeah, goodbye. Bubs. Get some prosciutto. Bubs. Get some prosciutto and watch Logan. <laughs>